Firstly, Prof, please tell us more about uh, the Arms Deal Commission and what it sought to establish. And were you surprised by the outcome of the commission? Yes, well, the Arms Deal Commission um, was established by former President Jacob Zuma. And that happened after there were several uh, parties that were going to go to court to try and force the president to appoint a commission of inquiry. And they had to investigate whether there was any wrongdoing, corruption, and so on in the awarding of the arms deal and also around the, the events that uh, after the arms deal ended. Mm-hmm. And so when they said there was not even, though there was no evidence of any uh, corruption or wrongdoing, it, I was must say, I, uh, I was quite surprised, <laughs> given the fact that there was presented to the commission at least some evidence and also some cases, with, um, uh, in, including the case of Shabir Sheikh and so on, and that seemed to, to confirm that there was at least some wrongdoing during uh, the arms deal. Now, Prof, just looking at the setting aside of the final report of the Commission in 2019 by the High Court in Pretoria, and then again of uh, information or more evidence being revealed at the State Capture Commission of Inquiry, uh, what does this really say with uh, the Judicial Conduct Committee's interest in the complaints uh, going forward? Yes, so you know, at this stage, it's very difficult to know exactly uh, what's going to happen with these kinds of uh, complaints. The Judicial Conduct Committee is not going to refer it to a tribunal for a full trial uh, just because the judges made a mistake, because the judges make mistakes every day. So, what I will have to dis- establish is whether there is not at least some indication that the judges deliberately did not look into the matter as they were required to do. That for some reason and reason or another, they decided from the outset that they're going to find that there is no uh, problems with the arms deal and they made sure that that was the outcome regardless of the facts or the law. Uh, so that's not an easy thing to show. Or So we'll have to see if that is actually going to be the conclusion that we come to. Now, Prof, just the the fact that uh, former President Jacob Zuma and uh, the French arms company Thales are are basically facing charges uh, for fraud and corruption related to the arms deal and, uh, you know, talk of a mistake having been made by the judges at the time uh, who were involved in the arms deal commission. Do you think that uh, these developments of the corruption and fraud case going forward or going ahead are a part of the reasons why this has now come to the fore? Well, um, that is not if you read the complaint from the complainants, open secrets and so on. They have a long complaint where they set out the fact that is not the main reason for the complaint. They are really just showing that all they go through a report in the report and they say this and this and this and this is the evidence that was before the commission and this they completely ignored it. So the, the Zuma matter is a side matter in a way because that um, prosecution stems from what happened after the arms deal had already been concluded. Um, the allegations against president, former President Zuma is that he was bribed in order to protect the arms company from any investigation. So in that sense, there's a link, 
because some people with conspiracy theories will say, well, the president appointed somebody that he thought was going to be trusted and that he knew was going to exonerate him and also the arms company. But of course, that is just pure speculation, even conspiracy. Mm. Now, Prof, just what are the implications for both judges? For the moment, nothing. Um, the they, um, credibility was obviously very much tarnished when the court set aside the report um, because to do that they had to show that the actions were irrational, which is so it's not just an appeal where you accidentally got the law wrong, you acted irrationally. But until the Judicial Conduct Committee makes a decision, there's not really any action going to be taken. If they decide to refer it to a tribunal for a full hearing, then they can also recommend that the judges be suspended if they are still in service, um, but that's at disc- under discretion of the president. How long will it take for um, you know, the determination of the validity of these complaints? And uh, if a tribunal f- for a few full hearing would be started on or recommended, mm-hmm. how long would that process take? Oh, this is very difficult to know because the <laughs> Judicial Service Commission and all its committees, they're quite unpredictable how long they would take. And recent, in the last year or so, they've actually been relatively quick, six months or so, and for them it's quick. This is not really quick, but for them it is. Um, and then it will go to a tribunal, and then, of course, then it really depends on the legal maneuvering because the parties could uh, delay the matter. So it's really a year, two years, probably realistic.